heavenly souls of Ifa. May Yoruba flow through ya. May the drum begun to stir the soul of your teacher. West Africa to Cuba. Orish, 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 Orish. Your story so divine. Orish, 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 Orish. Drink your voices in the mind. Hey, it's your girl, Queen Lala. How are you doing, Palenqueros? I've missed you so much. We are back, the Palenque Podcast. Back for season two. And season two is going to begin right where we left off. We're going to begin at episode 31. And so I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Today is New Year's Day. We have finished 2020. Hallelujah. And we are officially in 2021. It is also Haitian Independence Day. Shout out to all of my Zos and my Haitian people. Right. So I wanted to highlight a few things that are significant in black history that are also associated with New Year's Day in our um, episode. We're going to do a short episode. just to kick us off with season two and kind of give you an idea of what season two has to offer. So one thing I want to remind you, and if you haven't gone back and listened to some of our other episodes, um, please go ahead and do that. Follow, subscribe, do all of that with the um, Palenque podcast. And if you have been a follower, you'll already remember Heartbreak Day, right? Heartbreak Day is actually the first of the year, which is today, New Year's Day. And it was a time during slavery where on New Year's Day, it actually meant that there was a possibility that you could be sold, you could be leased um, to another slave owner because all debts had to be paid by the first of the year. You had to close your books out the end of the um, year, December 31st, and begin the new year debt-free. So, if there were debts that had been incurred that couldn't be paid back monetarily, slaves were considered property. And so then they also negotiated to either sell or lease property to pay off debts. So slaves on New Year's Eve would actually spend time together praying, 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 um, similar to the night watch where uh, that's also associated with the Emancipation Proclamation. But it's also part of Heartbreak Day where you come together the day before New Year's because you're praying to keep your family together or those that are with you on the plantation that may not be blood relative, but considered family that they do not have to leave. Imagine that your child, your husband, your wife, um, others that you had grown um, with all of a sudden on that day found out that they were leaving that day and going with whomever was there to collect the debt that had been negotiated. So heartbreak day that's associated in black history with new year's day and um it's still practiced in in terms of the tradition with regard to night watch ceremonies that happen in churches to come together pray to bring in the new year also there's a lot of customs traditions around food um associated with new year's day so in the African and African-American culture, the tradition of eating black-eyed peas, cabbage, cornbread, 
Um, some even call it dish hop and john, which is uh, kind of a combination of those things that also include some rice and some pork in it. But all of those things um, came out of the South and specifically slave or enslaved people's culture and was um, associated with bringing good luck. So enslaved Africans were given some time off. If you want to call it time off, not like a day off that you have now, but maybe a little bit of time during Christmas, during New Year's, where they were allowed to um, fellowship, so to speak, or just had a little bit of um, um, extra time. And so at that time, dishes were shared, such as those in, in celebration. So it became tradition for good luck to come together to eat those dishes um, as well. Also in um, Haitian culture, with regard to their independence, um, eating jumu, soup jumu, uh, or what's called freedom soup, is associated with that tradition of their um, 1804 gaining their freedom and their independence, that we have our freedom, we're going to eat our freedom soup. And so you also see in the Haitian culture, you will see um, soup jumu being something that is prepared as well on New Year's Day, which brings us pretty much to our topic, which is the Haitian Revolution. So Haiti gained its freedom from France in 1804. It was a long-fought battle that has um, many different pieces along the history before the freedom was gained. There are some significant little um, bits that happen with regard to their revolution and things that sparked the revolution and maintain the momentum of their revolution. And I'm going to go ahead and link a um, YouTube video that gives some of chronicles pretty much the history of the Haitian um, revolution. But the significant pieces are that in the Western hemisphere, well, even, you know, just in all of the world, it was the largest slave uprising um, and Haiti became a free nation ruled by non-whites and those that had been formerly enslaved. So in terms of chronicle history, you don't see that happening except for maybe Spartacus, but they didn't win their freedom, right? Um, so Haiti and that island, that slave uprising became a huge spark with regard to um, what was happening in other parts of America as well as North America, South America, and slaveholders looking at that particular um, revolution and worrying about slave uprisings that could occur uh, where they were. So it was successful, and the island was then in the hands of those that were formerly enslaved. And on January 1st, 1804, they proclaimed their independence and they became a new country and took the name of Haiti. And it, the, um, the folklore or the history tells that they believe that that was the original name of the inhabitants, those that were indigenous to the island. They had named the island Haiti. And so because they named the island Haiti, they took that and said, we also will name this island Haiti um, in honor of those that were here as the original peoples before they were killed by um, the Spanish that came actually before the French. 
So this history is often neglected. You're not going to hear about the Haitian uprising or the revolution. You might hear, well, yes, in you know, 1804, the, um, Haiti uh, became an independent country. But you may not hear about all of what that entailed for those that were captive, that were enslaved, to assemble, to work together, to fight, and to organize, to be able to gain their freedom. And they have been actually um, persecuted since that point where Haiti is considered a very poor country, but it's a poor country because other entities try to come in and want to um, take over and they will not allow that. And so, and then they say, okay, well then, you know, we're not going to trade with you. We're not going to purchase um, goods and services from you. And so they're not as included um, France also made them pay back a money that was lost for um, it, the things that were burned during the revolution, the uh, commodities that were lost and all of those things. And they've been paying that for many, many years, which left them also as a very, very poor nation. But they gained their freedom. And that was most important to um, those that were there and to ensure that their country stayed free and that those that lived on the um um, island also remained free. So that's an amazing story. That is an amazing um, bit of history that is often kind of overlooked or um, not given full credit. So today we want to celebrate um, all of the leaders, all of the Haitian people that showed the world what can be accomplished. Also, you have to think about what was happening there on the island as well. There were many, many slaves. 90% of the island actually was those people that were um, captive so or enslaved. So you had a huge population of slaves. The reason why there was such a huge population of slaves is because the um, conditions on the plantations, because they were mainly sugar plantations, coffee plantations were extremely brutal. And they would actually lose slaves to death because either they were beaten, tortured, worked to death, whatever it was, you did not have a long life capacity um, there on the island. So they had so many because it was just working and working and working them to death, which also led to a lot of anger, the rage that uh, precipitated the revolution and that slave revolt. They also purposely sought out slaves that had knowledge of um, cultivating crops and being able to grow rice because in growing other crops and plants that were there, they wanted to make sure that they had those that had the um, expertise to be able to make their crops profitable. They also came um, those enslaved people not only with the knowledge of being able to grow those crops, but they came with the knowledge of being able to use the plants to be able to cultivate different types of herbs and um, mixtures. And so you often hear, you know, when you think of Haiti, sometimes people say, oh, well, they practice voodoo. Well, they do practice voodoo, but not in the way that Hollywood has made you look at voodoo as something that is some type of ghosts and goblins and, and things of that nature. It really is that they um, came with the knowledge to be able to use the plants as resources. So they did use the plants. They actually used those plants to help heal themselves. They were not 
um, allow access to different types of medications that were available. So they had the opportunity to be able to create their own. They also did still practice um, their African traditions and came together even in secret to fellowship and to pray and to give honor to the Orishas. And you heard our theme music coming in mentioning the Orishas. And I want to also give another episode later on that gives you more information if you have not heard that before with regard to the deities or the gods of um, Africa. But they kept that knowledge and they, they used that to build community, to create and maintain their culture, even though they were enslaved. You will often also hear that because they were traditional in maintaining that traditional practice, that they have been cursed. And that's why the island is poor and the people are poor and um, they have not had the best of luck. But that's not true. That's a bunch of bullshiggity that they're not cursed because they won the revolution, that they, they were blessed. They received that favor. The reason why the island is poor is because they have never let them um, be able to gain the wealth that they should have because they're they're mad that you have an island here of people that overthrew those that should have been able to colonize them. And what does that say, you know, about uh, everything else that has been done to those people that have been held in captivity and um, not having an opportunity? So the if, if Haiti, similar to Cuba, just kind of said, we'll let you in and you can go ahead and take over and, you know, do whatever you want, then suddenly, magically overnight, uh, everything would be fine with regard to the wealth of the island. However, they know what comes with that, and their freedom means more. So bravo to the um, country, bravo to the revolution, and make sure, palenqueros, that you go ahead and watch that link. Learn more. Um, Learn more about the Haitian revolution, the people of Haiti, and the absolutely magnificent history that they have. And visit the country if you have an opportunity. Go visit, um, spend your money there, um, help to um, support the people of Haiti and, and those businesses. So your call of action is to study more. We, we have had a revolution happening in our country. There's been moments this year um, in 2020 where we've seen it swell with the death of George Floyd Um, with other uh, pieces where we have seen people take to the streets and make sure that their voices are heard. So our own revolution is happening here, and we can probably take a a bit of learning from our brothers and sisters in the island of Haiti that your freedom is always something worth fighting for. So the call to action is to go ahead and watch that YouTube video um, learn more about the revolution of Haiti. And it's also not to get too comfortable, right? And then remember, although we are in 2021, thankfully we have a change in leadership and our president is not the same. That doesn't mean our struggle is not real. So your call to action is to not forget that we still have so much more that we need to do. And Palenqueros, I'm so glad to be back with you. It's your girl, Queen Lala. Look for upcoming episodes coming soon. And follow, subscribe, hit us up at the Palenque Podcast. Hashtag the Palenque Podcast.
Yeah, to the heavenly souls of Ifa. May Yoruba flow through ya. May the drum begun to stir the soul of your teacher. West Africa to Cuba. Oh, 